your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, uh, we got some news about um, team sponsors, uh, quick training camp update, another bold prediction uh, for the season. And I will be finally delving into part three of Rod Brendamore's interview with SB Nation's Canes Country. Um, so getting on into, um, the news, um, and that was that, uh, Lenovo, uh, the, you know, tech company, you know, has been announced as the, uh, tech sponsor or as the helmet sponsor for the Carolina Hurricanes, um, this season. Um, and, you know, I've said before, you know, I'm fine with, you know, the sponsors, you know, on the helmets, the jerseys, fine with it. doesn't bother me, you know, as long as, you know, we don't, you know, start looking like, you know, freaking NASCAR or some of the teams over in Europe where it's literally a uniform of nothing but sponsors. As long as we're not looking like that, I really don't care. Um, but I will say, man... This one is rough. Um, you know, this, good Lord. Um, it is literally looks like a bumper sticker was just slapped on the helmet. Um, you know, the PNC uh, bank logo and the diehard battery logos, those look good on the helmets. They were ended in nicely on there. Um, but... With this one, again, it literally just looks like a bumper sticker. You know, the red helmet, um, you know, it's just the black background with uh, the white uh, writing. Uh, black helmet, um, so white background and black writing. Uh, the uh, white helmet, you know, it uh, literally looks like a bumper sticker, you know, in the picture because of the, uh, the way the helmet's made. But, you know, that's... A black background, uh, and same with the, uh, uh, it, it's bad. It, it is really, really bad. Um, Michael Smith, uh, the Hurricanes' former senior editor, um, yeah, he's obviously not with the Hurricanes anymore, so he can, you know, speak out, uh, a little bit more on stuff. And, yeah, he said, you know, the same thing I said, you know, about the PNC and Die Hard ones, how they were blended nice um you know as good as advertisements can be but he said but lenovo but quote but but lenovo's brand guide instructions uh to quote never use the word mark without containing shape end quote uh there uh and yeah it makes it look like a bumper sticker because they can't take out the background they can't just have it say lenovo and it's bad it is really really bad it oh yeah this this ain't it. Uh, I mean, I get it, you know, of having to do this stuff. I think this would have been a sponsor better 
almost better fitting for the jersey, um, you know, rather than the helmet. Um, I don't know if it's going to be both, you know, for um, both helmet and jersey. Um, but, you know, if, you know, that's the case of them not being able to take that word mark or that background out of it, I feel it would have integrated better onto the jerseys. Uh, me personally, I, I'm sure, you know, that obviously costs a lot of money, you know, on the business side of things. Uh, but Lenovo could afford it. Uh, they could afford the Jersey sponsorship over the, uh, helmet one. Um, but yeah, this one ain't it. Uh, that's all I got to say on that. But yeah, as far as training camp goes, not a whole lot has, um, you know, been, you know, coming out of training camp right now, you know, I've asked, you know, some of my friends that are there and, you know, it's, you know, not a whole lot can really be said right now. It's still really early. I think they're like third or fourth day at training camp now. Um, so not a whole lot, you know, going on right now. Um, you know, other than, um, you know, lines are obviously all over the place. It's training camp, but, you know, obviously you can't really look into that stuff too much because, again, it's training camp. But really the only thing that's really came out of training camp so far, uh, big news-wise, is that we have our first cuts. Um, this came out uh, on the 25th, so two days ago, um, and that was forwards Bobby Orr, Justin Robadias, uh, defenseman Bryce Montgomery and Ronan Seeley and goaltender Patrick Hamrola. Hamrola? Uh, obviously, you know, these names are obviously new. Uh, so still, you know, learning pronunciations and whatnot. But, you know, these guys have all been sent to their uh, respective junior teams. Uh, obviously, you uh, you know this kind of thing is going to happen in training camp. You know, a lot of these uh, prospects, they're going to uh, get sent back to their junior uh, teams pretty early on. It is what it is. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, come, you know, next year, you know, we'll see some of these guys a little bit more. Um, but, you know, that's only something time will tell. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to be interesting um, come tomorrow uh, because tomorrow is the first preseason game. Uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning um, at home. Uh, so it'll be fun to see uh, the prospects that do play in the game. We'll obviously be talking more about that on tomorrow's episode, so make sure you tune in tomorrow um, for that stuff. Uh, but, you know, I've mentioned, you know, uh, over the past few episodes of just, you know, bold predictions that I have you know, for this season, you know, I've given several, um, ranging from, you know, the Hurricanes and the playoffs, um, Andre Sveshkov and Sebastian Ajo's performance, uh, our goalie situation, uh, and I got another one. This one may be a bit controversial to some people, um, so you'll just have to stay tuned, uh, and we'll discuss all that right after this quick break. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all of the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. 
It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more about Direct TV Stream at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Now, folks, uh, getting back into bold predictions. Uh, as I mentioned before the break, you know this is something you've know, been discussing you know, over the past several episodes. Um, like I said, you know, I've discussed the goalie situation, um, playoffs, uh, star players potential for this year, as well as giving some of your listeners, uh, your bold predictions for the year as well. Um, but you know, I have one that definitely bold and I think it may ruffle some feathers. Um, but that is that, you know, obviously teams, you know, have to make moves at trade deadlines, you know obviously to better the team um or you know say you have a guy that uh isn't gonna resign that's uh pending ufa um and you know you're not really getting anywhere with contract stuff uh so you figure might as well try to get something for him now uh rather than uh ending up empty-handed and that is um where that this comes into play uh and Oh boy, y'all are going to get mad at me for this, but I feel that Nino Niederreiter could find himself on the trade block this season. I'm not saying he will get traded. I'm not saying that uh, because I do think uh, the Hurricanes do value him and see him as a uh, important player on this team. Uh, but you know he does carry you know, a five million dollar cap hit uh, roughly right now. Um, and he's a pending unrestricted free agent after the end of this uh, upcoming season. So, you know, they obviously, you know, I think where my mindset is coming from this is that you look at this past offseason uh, and we were all you know, thinking, you know, okay, maybe Dougie Hamilton leaves, but, you know, they're definitely going to try to get something done to keep him around that didn't happen Dougie Hamilton a top five defenseman in the NHL um someone that you should have moved heaven and earth to keep and you didn't and you ended up with nothing you know and that that is definitely kind of why I think you know if they're if they let Dougie Hamilton walk for absolutely nothing, I mean, I could definitely see them, uh, you know, getting uh, rid of Nino. Um, not necessarily getting rid of him, but you guys know what I mean. You know, if they couldn't get Dougie re-signed and they were willing to let him go, I mean, they're going to be willing to let Nino Niederreiter go. Um, and I think... You know, with Dougie, you know, it may have came down to okay, they're definitely still in negotiations and whatnot, but yeah, and it came down to last possible minute. With Nino, I honestly don't see, 
I don't know if they let something like that happen. Uh, they would be willing to make a move at the deadline or, you know, to make a move like, all right, this, these negotiations really aren't going anywhere. Let's go ahead and try to get something without coming up empty handed. Um, like we did for Dougie, obviously you're not going to get the same return that you would have gotten for Dougie Hamilton that, uh, but I, I think, you know, I don't, I think they'd be willing to hear offers for sure. I don't think it's going to be someone they're actively trying to shop around um, to see what they can get. I don't think it's going to be a situation like that at all. Um, But I could see it being a situation that if they feel they're not going to get a deal done, they're going to move them uh, and not end up empty-handed because they emptied up it. Again, they ended up empty-handed with a star already with Dougie Hamilton just leaving. Uh, I don't think they would do that again. Uh, I hope I'm wrong on this and that they will do something to keep him around. Um, and that we won't be trading Nino or letting him walk in free agency. I really hope that isn't the case, but again, like they didn't bring Dougie back. I mean, anything can happen, uh, you know, when it comes to re-signing guys. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely one that I could see happening. I don't see it being a popular decision by any means, but it's one that I think fans need to be prepared for. Whether it, you know, whether it be you know, like I said, you know, being on the trade block, uh, come trade deadline or you know, off season, as far as like you did with Alex Delkovich of trading uh, the negotiating rights and whatever. Whether it's something like that, or again, you know, at the trade deadline something like that, or again, you know, him just walking in free agency. You know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if something like that does happen uh, because again, it just happened with Dougie. If it could happen with a top five defenseman in the league and it can happen with a middle six, uh, forward. Um, so, you know, it's definitely not a popular decision by any means, but it's one that I think fans need to, except that it very well could be a possibility of Nina maybe gone this season or uh, upcoming off season. Uh, but again, it's not a popular one, but I think, you know, like I said, it's one that people need to be prepared for. Uh, but, you know, uh, I had previously been covering a uh, former guest of the show, Andrew, uh, managing editor of SP Nation's Canes Country, his interview uh, he did with Rod Brennamore this off season. Uh, we've obviously covered the two, first two parts of that interview already. Um, part two got very heated on my end. Uh, there's Rod Brennamore made some comments in there, um, you know, that I really didn't like, uh, and I had to step away from that little series uh, for a bit. Um, but I'm ready to get back to it uh, and discuss part three with you guys. Uh, And we'll be discussing part three of that interview right after the break.
You longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but if you're new here or you don't remember, let me uh, jog up your memory. Built Bar is, of course, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market, um, and they have something for everyone. They have nine delicious flavors, uh, ranging from coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, my personal favorite, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. They also have limited time flavors coming in and out of the lineup all the time, so you got to keep an eye on their website for that. But regardless of the flavor, whether it's one of the originals or a limited time flavor, they're all covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. And say, you know, those nine flavors, you haven't tried any of them or you've only tried one or two and want to try some others, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Uh, and Built Bar is great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. So right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And betting on the NHL, Carolina Hurricanes, or just hockey in general, doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Now, before the break, you know, I discussed, uh, you know, that I had been covering the Kane uh, SB Nation's Kane's Country interview that they did with uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, head coach Rod Brenmore. It's been split up into three parts. Uh, first part, you know, was, I mean, it was good. You know, nothing groundbreaking or anything like that. But you know, the second part is where things got really heated for me, and it was his comments, you know, that he made about. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, how he didn't expect uh, the fan backlash and all that. It it, it really upset me. Um, I got really heated. I felt that Rod Brennan was really out of touch, um, you know, with his fan base and just society in general, you know, with that comment, uh, you know. And I had to step away, you know, from that series because, again, you know, it made me really upset. Uh, but, you know, need to finish up that series there. Um, and, you know, the series has obviously been, you know, finished for a, a while now. Um, but, you know, we're going to dive into part three, you know, of this interview that he did. Uh, they started off, you know, talking about the... Andrei Svechnikov extension, um, you know, that was kind of uh, in the news when they did this, um, and, you know, he obviously loves having him back, you know, he's a vital part of the team, and, or, um, and to have him back, you know, for another eight years is awesome, absolutely awesome, um, and he hopes that Andre keeps getting better, uh, you know, I've echoed the same sentiment, you know, on the show many times of things that I want to see Andre improve upon um, this season and, you know, just going forward in general in his career, which I'm definitely a firm believer that he will do. Um, and, you know, I think that's great, you know, that, you know, you can tell uh, Brendan Moore has really rubbed off on Andre, you know, over his, you uh, 
three years in the league so far. He's obviously entering his fourth now. Um, you can tell uh, Coach has really rubbed off on Andre and his play style. <laughs> Facial expressions. Uh, yeah, we've all seen the gifts uh, and pictures and whatnot all over social media. Uh, you can tell he's rubbed off on him some, which is obviously fine. I think Andre, yeah, he's definitely has a more offensive side of has a bigger offensive upside than uh, Brendan Moore did in his playing days. Uh, but, you know, he does remind me you know, of Brendan Moore in the way that, you know, they're really big, uh, tough power forwards. Um, and, you know, then they went on you know, to talk about uh, Marty Natchez, you know, because now this is uh, his uh, contract year. Uh, after this season, you know, he's a restricted free agent. Uh, and he sees him uh, in really the same way as uh, Andre. Um, a, little, a lot of the same things you know, he said about Andre, he said about Natchez. Um, and you know, he said uh, Natchez does have uh, to keep taking steps uh, to get better. Um, you know, there's you know, obviously you know, things there that need to be improved you know, with Natchez, with Svetch, you know, with a lot of guys. Um, but you know, he's confident he will do it. Um, yeah, so that yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, I obviously do hope, you know, we don't have to wait till you know, a couple weeks before uh training camp starts uh for Natchez to get his extension. Uh but that's something you know, we'll be discussing uh much, much later. Um But you know, uh one thing that you know, that had happened uh was you know, the Carolina Hurricanes uh you know hired a new assistant coach and that was um former uh carolina hurricane tim gleason uh that they signed um as their head coach and brendan moore you know obviously was asked about that because that was obviously big um bringing him in uh you know he hadn't had uh any coaching experience you know up to that point um, but you know, he, uh, Brendan Moore, you know, he obviously played with Gleason, um, back in the day. So, you know, they, they're obviously very familiar, uh, with each other. Um, so it's not like it's just, you know, a, a completely new person or anything. And he knows that Gleason is going to, uh, bring, you know, that same mentality that he had, as a player, uh, into being a coach. Same with Brendan Moore. Um, and you know, he said, you know, there's really not going to be really any change as far as the defensive system, uh, goes, uh, with Gleason taking over that. Um, because, you know, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, and Gleason, yeah, he was an awesome player in his day. So I'm really looking forward to see what he can do. Um, you know, with, you know, being a coach, and then, you know, uh, you know, he, <laughs> he was asked, you know, about training camp, you know, this is obvious, this article came out on the 17th of September, it was, uh, they had the conversation, you know, several weeks uh, before, um, they had it, like, the week before part one came out, you know, you asked, you know, are you looking forward, you know, having, you know, normal training camp and preseason, he actually said no, you know, he's, you know, the, uh, answer is the opposite, uh, and that not having it in the traditional sense that we didn't have it last year clearly showed that they didn't 
need it as much as everyone thinks uh that you do uh which is definitely true to an extent uh you know you they did show like okay you know maybe you know, don't put as much value you know into uh training camp and preseason as people tend to do um i would definitely say like preseason i definitely get it uh okay don't put as much you know into that as people do but i would definitely say i do disagree you know when it comes to training camp um because i do see that really as a as an opportunity to get guys back in the swing of things uh and get you know some of your prospects in there and you really see them in person uh because yeah, you know, you have your scouts, you know, going and watching uh, their games and watching film and whatnot. That's great and all, but it's different, you know, when you see the uh, the folks in person. Um, and same when it comes to you know the actual preseason itself uh, of seeing what those uh, guys can do, you know, against NHL uh, NHL clubs and NHL level talent, you know obviously you know uh you know in the preseason you know you're not necessarily going to be playing against you know Sidney Crosby you know if you're you know Seth Jarvis you know you're you're not getting you're probably not going to be playing against Sidney Crosby that much maybe for a little bit but probably not a whole lot uh so you know I it's something where I understand where he's coming from but it's also like you know, you're getting to see the development of some of your prospects in person, seeing how they can, you know, fare against NHL uh, level talent rather than, you know, uh, talent in their respective leagues. So I understand what he's saying, but it's also like I don't agree with it 100%. But again, I do think he is right. Of People do seem to be putting a bit more value on it than, uh, than people tend to do and then he was obviously uh, asked about the olympics because at the time you know it was announced that nhl players would be going back to the olympics and this is one where it was really interesting uh he said i'll read you um part of what he said you know he said you know uh yeah he thinks it's great you know as a player he played in it's great experience but the timing is terrible and i think that there's no reason in my opinion that they don't do it like the NBA does it in the Summer Olympics. We play the same season as the NBA exactly. We overlap, but yet they do theirs smartly in a different time so that it doesn't disrupt their season. I think that's what the NHL should do. I get that. Uh, it is very, very poor timing. It is. It is really bad timing uh, for the NHL because he is 100% correct. You know, their seasons overlap, but, you know, the, you know, the NBA uh, or for the Summer Olympics, it's in the summer, you know. Uh, so, yeah, they can play you know, during the offseason. The Winter Olympics are in the winter, not in the summer. So... I mean that I I don't really I get what he's saying of it being bad timing, but it's also like you're a winter sport. You're going to be in the Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympics are during the winter, you know. 
Um, so that is definitely one where I'm like, you know, I don't really agree with that statement, to be honest. Uh, just like, come on, your basketball is, you know, at the Summer Olympics. Hockey is at the Winter Olympics. Summer Olympics are during the summer. Winter Olympics are during the winter. What do you expect? Yes, it's not the best timing. But again, look at the sport you're playing. You know, that's just, that's just kind of common sense in my uh in my opinion there and then you know, was asked you know about uh the vaccination status you know this was obviously you know uh done before the team announced uh that uh everyone was 100 percent vaccinated um and you know he is 100 percent behind all of the protocols all the requirements uh and he wants to do what is best uh for everyone um and yeah, you know, obviously you know wants people to get the shot, uh, and yeah, you know, again because it, it's what's the right thing to do, uh, you know, in that situation. Uh, but again, you know, that part of the interview was done before uh, the announcement of the team being 100% vaccinated. So I'm not really going to dive into that. Um, now, obviously, that you know concludes you know, all of the Rod Burnmore interviews he did with the Canes country. Uh, managing editor Andrew, former show uh, guest, yeah, he did that all that. So I do encourage you um, to go if you haven't already and read uh, all three parts of that. It is really great work uh, by Andrew. Um, but that does it for today's episode, folks. Um, in tomorrow's episode, we'll be looking at uh, the per- first preseason matchup uh, for the Hurricanes as well as any other news coming out of training camp when it comes to cuts or anything like that. Um, we'll also uh, just be diving into uh, news from around uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, as well as something fun that I think you guys will enjoy tomorrow, and that is that you know things that the Carolina Hurricanes should bring back from seasons past as far as promo nights, events, etc., Really looking forward to discussing all that stuff with you. Uh, so make sure you have uh, followed the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and on my personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.